Hello, everybody. Welcome yet to another episode of Inclusivate, a podcast series which has a lot of insights of the changing perspective of organizations, organization leaders, and more. Today, with a year after coming from the pandemic, a lot of organizations are switching from a remote work model to a hybrid work model. A lot of organizations are still in the process of planning their hybrid work models, while many employees still prefer the remote work model concept. This has caused a certain kind of challenge when it comes for organizations to plan the right kind of model which can make employees thrive and organizations more efficient. Today, our guest Vinay Agarwal is going to elucidate more on the hybrid working model concept. Welcome, Vinay, yet again to our show. Thank you very much, Chandri, for having me in this episode. Sure. So, Vinay, to start with, give us insights about what is a, an ideal hybrid working model concept and if there are any basic like factors which apply to it, just give us give us and our audience some more insights on it. Sure, Anjali. So if I take a step back and see uh, what is causing you know, big disruption, uh, and then you come to hybrid. Hybrid is some, something I think the biggest uh, takeaway from the whole pandemic situation. So the first thing uh, is this um, pandemic has, has really what I would probably we can call the great reshuffle. It has caused a great reshuffle. Uh, the way work was, was imagined, the way work was delivered um, has completely changed and some assumptions. In fact, these office places, if you see that they have evolved over the last two centuries. Right? So uh, the way of working in an office setup where people come together and work. So that has evolved over two centuries. So there is basically something inherent um, uh, something inherent which makes work more productive, more successful when people come together. However, this uh, pandemic has brought the other dimension uh, where some of the assumptions that we necessarily have to be in office together do that all the time has got challenge and uh, alternative of people working remotely has worked fairly well across the globe. Uh, so this trend uh, combined with few other things like the, the <clears throat> so if you can call it a uh, third industrial revolution. So this digital transformation is of that nature. So let me talk about uh, digital transformation, which uh, is, uh, I would say, the, the root cause of many mega trends will emerge out of the great reshuffle uh, in pandemic or post-pandemic. Sure. Sure. So... Uh, the digital transformation was on the agenda of the organizations, most organizations, but uh, pandemic has accelerated that. Uh, and technology has moved from playing a support role to a, a very important role where uh, the IT and digital transformation is uh, is providing organizations uh, complete advantage. So it is it has come to the core of any business now which has created huge demand for the digital skills. And, uh, and there has been a shortage, right? So, so as digital transformation programs of the organizations got accelerated in the pandemic time, 
uh, there's a huge surge in the demand for those skills. Of course, there's not enough supply. Uh, so that has called a great resignation. Uh, and people also have basically seen that, uh, uh, that this work from home that has worked so successfully, which means that there is a way to uh, strike a much better balance of work and life. Uh, so people are kind of uh, willing to take risk uh, and they have a sense of basically sense that uh, getting alternate job may not be that difficult. Uh, the, the gig workforce and the gig work model has uh, also got accelerated. Uh, there is basically skill-based hiring. So if you have a particular skills, it doesn't matter when you do your graduation, post-graduation, uh, people are getting jobs. So with the new possibilities, people have uh, taken bold steps of uh, leaving their job, moving from uh, traditional jobs to gig jobs, etc. So this uh, great reshuffle has uh, created some mega trends uh, which have redefined how the work is conceptualized and delivered. Uh, as far as uh, the works, uh, I mean, as far as the working model for corporates is concerned, hybrid is the mega trend that uh, that's going to define how things um, permanently change, universally change post pandemic. So yeah, Anjali, I think um, I just thought probably share a bit of context of uh, what are the mega trends triggered by that, and yeah. hybrid uh, workplace, of course, hybrid working model is. Very big changes that induced by the pandemic. Sure. So, are there different variations of the hybrid model which organizations can work through, or and which they can also customize based on their organization structures? Yeah. So, hybrid basically. Uh, so, there are two fundamental things. So, uh, one at one end, uh, the work-related productivity. So, that's one. Uh, consideration which uh, decide the model and the second part is what are the expectations new expectations of the employees so uh, from work success perspective um, I think there is almost convergence of uh, vast majority so there are you know, some credible survey was done by uh, a consulting company and they say that 70% people want flexibility so uh, so at the people at the workforce end um, there is a basically uh, complete acceptance and realization of the fact that complete work from home model um, has worked with some limitations. And on the other hand, uh, they also realize that uh, while work from home is technically possible, but full work from home has issues, has created a lot of wellness issues and, and basically bottlenecks in terms of collaboration. So there is an understanding that uh, a certain amount of uh, collaboration, uh, basically uh, leveraging on or build on the human connectivity, uh, in-person collaboration. So, there, uh, so the sustainable model is going to be a combination of that. One, uh, which basically gives flexibility to people. Uh, and second is still create ways of keeping the human touch uh, intact. So these are, I think, two axes, uh, and this will be various combination: uh, seventy percent work working from office, thirty percent from home, or vice versa. 
So those percentages, um, those fine tuning thing probably may differ from company to company, but uh, there, there is uh, uh, a trade-off between the work flexibility and the uh, human connectivity to produce best results. So that's how basically look at uh, hybrid work model between two axes. The, the specific um, sweet spot for each organization is likely very um, in the space of these two axes. Sure. So what you're trying to say is that it's going to be a balance of working from home, working in the office. There'll be possibly a set of shifts and it'll be rotational between the employees present in the organization as well. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Sure. So here comes another question, right? Um, because when organizations are working towards a hybrid model, are there certain challenges which are going to come while planning the shifts or planning the logistics and infrastructure which surrounds the paradigm? Absolutely. So the, the one challenge which has really come out very prominently is the wellness issues. So, so when pandemic started, they, those were people elated saying that they don't have to go out so the entire time they can spend at home. And therefore, the you know productivity also increased because you know, people were seeing the commute time and they were putting long hours to the, the work. So it worked very well. Uh, however, I think um, as time passed and more than a year, one and a half year, now I think uh, there are clear-cut signs of fatigue, fatigueness. Uh, so and because of that, wellness was impacted um, in smaller house and there's. Zoom call happening, husband is having Zoom call, wife is having her own, and even kids are also having you know, calls um, virtually attending classes. And that's a very stressful situation if you know, it is done over a period of time. So wellness has created a biggest challenge uh, in terms of work from home. Of course, there are other uh, issues like cybersecurity. Uh, there are more vulnerabilities, therefore um, the cybersecurity has to be beefed up. Uh, that's the second challenge. Uh, I would say wellness has been a big challenge, which is um, making people realize that while work from home uh, provides flexibility and a lot of benefit, but this has to be a trade-off. So the um, a certain amount of uh, work from office, essentially uh, working with people in person. So there has to be fine balance between uh, these two, working with people collaboratively and working at from anywhere, from work from home. Uh, so that uh, it will help both. So the, the work productivity, innovation could uh, be better enabled by work from office and work from home gives flexibility. So these have been the challenges and, and there's a uh, convergence and there is basically a strong belief that a balance of these two is the way to go, is the way to sustain uh, the working with satisfied satisfy the flexibility needs of the workforce and uh, the outcomes uh, required by the organization, by the company, by the employer. Sure. So this actually leads me to my next question. So depending on the nature and the work of the team or the project, right? Does that impact the kind of hybrid working model a team will adapt in an organization? Yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, the, the work, how the work is structured, there's a change in that as well. So uh, 
So work is a lot more atomized and uh, there are freelancing assignments uh, floating, uh, which clearly says that that's this is the task in hand. Uh, if you have the relevant knowledge, skill, you can take that. Uh, in terms of in terms of um, workplace, uh, there there would be a great shift, huge shift in that as well. Uh, so one trend may emerge is the uh, the co-working spaces, uh, the office hubs. So if I take example of Tech Mahindra, uh, we already have presence in many uh, cities where IT may not be that strong. Uh, uh, so we have small centers there and we're adding three more centers in Coimbatore, Indore and Vijayawada. So the whole idea is that, um, you know, try to provide, uh, even, the, even the work from office also, companies are seeing that um, if they can provide more convenient and nearer workplaces for people, this will work much better for them. Uh, in terms of uh, productivity, the productivity tools of uh, in the times when everybody worked together in the office uh, also has to evolve. Uh, so, in, so basically, instead of um, you know uh, caring about how many hours each person is uh, spending, uh, the focus on outcomes would be uh, very important. And this whole evolving world of um, hybrid working. The leadership model also has to completely change. And I really like the way Satya Nadella, a CEO of Microsoft has put it. So he calls it model, coach, and care. So uh, what it means is that uh, we have to set the role model. And so leaders have to demonstrate by becoming role model. Uh, second thing is uh, people would have challenges and uh, so I said that wellness is the biggest challenge that would certainly require uh, coaching people and the care. So uh, I think it has emerged, this uh, new thing understanding has emerged very strongly is that empathy is uh, extremely important to understand what people are going through, what flexibility they need. Uh, and uh, this is going to be a very strong enabler for innovation. So leadership more so the, the leadership style also have to uh, change to, uh, to basically sharpen their empathy quotient. Uh, somebody calls it emotional energy. Uh, that's that's a beautiful term. So the emotional energy, how to make sure that uh, emotional energy is is maximum uh, by caring about people, understanding their needs, providing them, and and having a a trade-off where there's a win-win situation. People are happy. Uh, people are happy giving their best. Uh, at the same time, uh, they get the, the personal need on flexibility, also. So these are the few things uh, Anjali, uh, I anticipate are coming in store uh, in in a recent uh, future. Sure. So you also highlighted while we were talking today that the hybrid work model has actually brought to perspective the employee wellness angle, because it's also about, I would say, personalization, personalization of a shift for an employee, right? Like how, like for how many days they want to come to the office, how many days they actually want to work from home, especially like, for instance, if a person is a working mother or a single parent or a person has to, is also doing their studies on the side apart from their job. So do you think it helps in that manner? 
can absolutely so basically uh, I, i think uh, this will create more opportunities for non traditional workforce and one example that comes to my mind is the homemakers right so a very vast uh, i would say proportion of the homemakers uh, are have, have professional qualifications many of them have dropped at the you know vulnerable times like childbirth marriage etc uh so so that itself is a huge talent pool right and the second trend which also uh, probably helps this segment of potential workforce is uh is the skill based hiring right so there is um, a very strong focus emerging on what skill is required to perform a work irrespective of what your uh, did you graduation what was the grade you got in in your graduation post graduate academic qualification if you have the skill you get the job you do it uh, that's basically that kind of strong focus on skill based work is happening so um, so this talent segment uh, we talk about uh, qualified freshly qualified uh, home makers uh, will have a huge career opportunities Uh, which which could drop earlier <clears throat> um flexible model in terms of if the person if she wants to do only four days a day a four hours a day work all those things will be possible so um yes and um, as i said skill based that's also probably creates a huge opportunity that if somebody wants to work in certain area there are uh, learning platforms they can learn it they can get the assessment done and demonstrate certain uh, level of proficiency and get the job in those skill areas so yes it's opening uh, new opportunities uh, and this is skill for digital transformation in my opinion uh, this is not a very short term phenomena um, which is causing great resignation but this is going to, this is going to really stay here uh, the reason is uh, that it is no more a support function it is at the core of a competitive advantage uh, providing to the organization so therefore the uh, demand for the digital skills is going to stay here for many many years if i can say a decade uh, would not be an exaggeration sure so this leads me actually to another question because you're saying that nowadays with the hybrid skill work model if someone has a skill they can actually be accommodated into a team irrespective of the location they are at or the school they've gone to so does that also imply if certain employees want to upgrade their skill right because they think as like in tech mahindra like they might say that they might be based in austin and a few employees but they feel that there's a project in europe which is very interesting and they would like to upskill themselves for it so this hybrid uh does the hybrid work model enable the process of you know to, uh, you know get getting more access to training and then upskilling yourself in a shorter period of time and taking up extra yeah. as yeah. well works absolutely absolutely so while i think academia um globally has adopted and, and adopting and maybe a slightly slower pace than pace than required uh, but corporates have really um, have availed this opportunity uh, so there are basically so many moocs uh, in terms of the learning portal likes of coursera edx and many more so learning has become a lot more accessible 
many universities have um, launched their virtual programs. So management education as well as technical education. Uh, the way education has uh, was delivered is also going to the same transformation. And therefore people are have ample choice of uh, learning platforms and they won't do from universities. So all those possibilities of education, uh, self-paced, uh, remote uh, learning content delivery is, is making very scaling uh, much, much easier. And uh, people are really awaiting those new opportunities. Sure. So what we're trying to say is the hybrid workforce model is actually a very inclusive and diverse model because it's actually accommodating people with different levels of skill sets, people who have different lifestyles also in terms when, of when it comes to family or education or depending on their personal life schedules as well. So that they could, and it also helps them to be more productive in the workplace. Absolutely right. So this whole uh, big trend that you talk about, make a trend of hybrid talking about, uh, it is really augmenting that diversity, inclusion, and equity. So if you have the skill, um, you have the job. Uh, so I, I would say it's, it's a great enabler of uh, DEI. Sure. So do you think even post the pandemic, it's going to continue in a full-on manner as well? Yes, absolutely. So it, it's a reversible change. Uh, and I would say that percentage of work from home, work from office, that'll be a dynamic parameters. Uh, some at the corporate level itself and uh, within company, uh, I mean, there would be tools built which would enable people, different projects, different programs to have that different percentage. And that's the best way to probably, uh, like we are also encouraging the program managers, project managers to uh, define that balance considering the flexibility need of people and the business requirements or customer requirements. Sure. So this also leads me to another question. So coming with the hybrid workforce model, does that also mean that like as, as we also get a little bit older, there's also an aging workforce. Does it also enable them to actually work for, you know, a longer period like duration or have a longer tenure compared to the like the average retirement age as well because they can have flex hours yeah so absolutely um so about the formal jobs um it may take longer but certainly skill-based hiring is one very very uh, strong trend and very simple so irrespective of your age uh, if you have a skill you get the assignment so I would say from a gig economy perspective, um, yeah, the skill is, uh, would be the main requirement. Other things would be very secondary. So yes, such people also uh, would have an option of much to work, um, have longer work life. Uh, and just, they just need to focus on the skills that they are good at, uh, keep honing that and that would be, that would be in demand and that would allow us to work longer years. Sure. So I would say to conclude, the hybrid workforce model is actually a boon which came in the pandemic as a result of the pandemic, which organizations and companies are taking more seriously. 
And it's a kind of a work model which can be customized for each employee for them to be productive and improve the overall productivity of the organization in itself. Absolutely. So yes, and that's why I was uh, tempted to say it's a third industrial revolution. A big change which works good for the companies, which works good for people. The technology enablement um, has to further evolve. And I think uh, uh, companies like Cisco, Microsoft, they are working on different tools. Uh, so just to basically uh, give a quick example. Uh, so while, while I think basically there's, there's a, a recognition that work, it, complete work from home, um, largely not work. There, there may be some people who have small kids, etc. So they may be basically um, uh, almost 100% work from home, but the majority would have a combination of work from home and work from home. And uh, uh, so, so basically, even in work from off, work from home uh, model, where people say that there's water polo conversation, how do we create that, those experiences? How do we, you know, enable uh, the serendipitous interactions which happen um, informally. So for example, Microsoft, um, they are, so so they have basically uh, trying to make the whole intranet available through the Microsoft Teams, which means that uh, any person you're interacting with, you can just click and get the whole profile, detailed profile of the person. And you can realize that okay, this person is very relevant to what I'm looking for, and therefore they reach out. So, um, so, so such kind of basically tool enablement is, is going to make the uh, hybrid uh, sustainable. Uh, security, of course, uh, will then the requirement for much more uh, vigilance on the security part uh, would happen. And likewise, uh, many of the tools have to come, which, uh, for example, measuring the productivity or, or managing the productivity has to be done very differently. It will be enabled by technology soon. So next, I would say, I'm not talking about long-term trends, but all this technology enablement we will see next one in itself. Sure. So this leads me actually to another interesting question. Like I would say a lot of this, these modules and practices might work well for well-established mid-size or grow, growing or large organizations. How can startups adopt the hybrid workforce model? So startups have an advantage of being nimble uh, and uh, the availability of talent in a much more trans so the freelancing portals and uh, uh, LinkedIn and, and many, many more basically channels through which startups uh, are coming to know the talent that they need. And people are also to take risk. Um, so the, some of the great um, resignation trends are coming from people who want to try this startup, working startup as well. So startups uh, have more uh, you know, talent available to them. Uh, and, and that's why this whole startup ecosystem is thriving and will thrive more uh, because of the greater availability of talent and, and, and willingness of um, talent really work in these um, startup companies, which may or may not succeed. But the, uh, the comfort of being together, the comfort of uh, being heard, the, comf the comfort of their opinion being valued in a small organization are the uh, drivers which are attracting talent to these segments as well. 
Sure. So you're trying to say that startups are trying to be accommodated. They have channels where the people who work, where they can hire freelancers or they can even hire remote, partly a remote workforce and partly an onsite workforce and even plan shifts when the organization and tasks become more intense. Absolutely. So people have much more choices in nutshell. Uh, and that's what basically uh, provide greater autonomy to workforce. Uh, while startups at one end will thrive, uh, the companies also by offering uh, one flexibility, by being very empathetic to the uh, emotional needs of people. Uh, corporates also have an option to adopt their practices in the leadership style uh, to provide uh, options which work much better for people. Sure. So, Vinay, this actually brings us to the end of this episode. So what you're trying to say is that the hybrid workforce model is actually a very adaptive and a very accommodating work model. And it's very, like perhaps very useful for organizations at each scale, whether it's a startup, whether it's a, whether it's a mid-level organization or a large technical conglomerate. And it's very yeah. accommodating to different employees, whether they are working parents or their students who are also taking up a job or if there are people you know, who want to upskill themselves or if they're going through any situation where they need flexible work hours because possibly they have a lot of client calls in the night. So possibly just coming to the office for the basic interaction of five, four or five hours like for three days a week makes more sense for them. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So thank you, Vinay, so much for coming again on another episode of Inclusive 8. We hope to have you for many more episodes again. And thanks a lot. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Anjali. Thank you.